Good evening, Calvary Chapel in the city. Uh, here we are again uh, for a teaching. Hopefully, we're going to hear from the Lord and not from me. Uh, I have this enormous privilege to share the word with you tonight. So let's pray for us, the Lord, for his presence in this teaching. Heavenly Father, we come to you with all prayer and supplication. Father God, uh, we want to hear from you. We desperately need you, Father. Uh, we humbly ask you to be present in this teaching, Father God. Uh, touch our heart for, with every single word, Father. Enlighten us. Provide us with your wisdom, Father. We ask you in Jesus' name. Amen. Uh, Tonight I will be teaching from the book of Luke, chap chapter 15. Uh, before we start, let's read verse 1 to have uh, some, some background to know what is going on. Then all the tax collectors and the sinners drew near to him, that's Jesus, to hear him. Verse 2, and the Pharisees and the scribes complained, saying, This man receives sinners and eat, eats with them. So this is Jesus uh, talking with this, talking to these people, two very different, different group of peoples. In one uh, side, we have tax collectors and sinners, and in the other side, we have uh, the Pharisees and the scribes, okay? So knowing that, let's start. We go know, we're going to study uh, the parable of the lost son. I know that it's a well-known parable, uh, but God's will, we're going to learn something different tonight. Okay, let's start. Then he said, a certain man had two sons, and the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that falls to me. So he divided to them his livelihood. And not many days after, the younger son gathered all together, journeyed to, the, to a far country, and there wasted his possession with prodigal living. But, but when he had spent all this there, arose a severe famine in the land, and he began to be in want. Then he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country, and he sent him into his field to feed swine. And he will gladly have filled his stomach with the pot that the swine ate, and no one gave him anything. But when he came to himself, he said, How many of my father's hired servants have bread enough and to spare, and I perish with hunger? I will arise and go to my father, and I will say to him, Father, 
I have sinned against heaven and before you. And I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your higher servants. And he arose and came to his father. But when he was still a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. And the son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in your sight. And I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, bring out the best robe and put it on him and put a ring on his hand and sandals on his feet and bring the fatted calf here and kill it and let us eat and be merry. For this son, for this my son was dead and he's alive again. He was lost and is found, and they began to be merry. Now his older son was in the field, and as he came and drew near to the house, he heard music and dancing. So he called one of the servants and asked what these things mean. And he said to him, your brother has come. And because he has received him safe and sound, your father has killed the fatted calf. But he was angry and would not go in. Therefore, his father came, came out and pleaded with him. So he answered and said to his father, Lo, these many years I have been serving you. I never transgressed you, your commandments at any time. And yet you never gave me a young goat that I might make merry with my friends. But as soon as this son of yours came, who has devoted your livelihood with harlots, you kill the fatted calf for him. And see, and he said to him, son, you always with me and all that I have is yours. It was right that we will, we should make merry and be glad. For your brother was dead and is alive again. And was lost and now is found. Well, uh, this is a beautiful parable. And uh, God's will, we're going to learn something tonight. Let's start it. As, as we know, uh, this parable took our Heavenly Father, right? And uh, many of us hear it so many times. And many of us can easily identify with the, with the younger brother. That one that as say in the verse 13, that no many days after the younger son gathered all together, journeyed to a far country and there wasted his possession with prodigal living. So many of us been living that kind of life before we came to the Father 
so many of us wasted time, money, you name it, uh, being away of our father. Uh, but that's not all. Uh, verse 14. But when he has had spent all, there arose severe, severe famine in the land, and he began to be in want. What about timing? Just when he lost, he wastes all the possessions, a famine, right? Uh, yeah, and that happened. That happened when we depart from the Father. That happened when we are no longer under the Father's protection. We experience that. Things going from bad to worse, right? But then, then the things always can get even worse. Verse 15. Then he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country, and he sent him into his fields to feed the swine. And he will gladly, verse 16, and he will gladly have filled his stomach with the pots that the swine ate, and no one gave him anything. It is amazing. Uh, he is deep, deep, deep. He's in the bottom of, 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 of troubles. He's, he's, he's touching bottom right now. Uh, for many of us, right, uh, feeding the swine doesn't sound so terrible. Uh, but as uh, we know, the Jewish uh, the swine is, is, is a filthy animal, it's impure, uh, they don't want to be around, they don't eat the meat. Uh, so imagine being in charge of the swine. Forget about food stamp, uh, forget about a housing, he is in, in real troubles. I mean, he's really struggling in life. Um, and, and he's doing so bad that... that He's, he's hungry, and, and we know that he don't even have enough to feed himself, right? Because uh, verse 16 says it very clearly. Uh, he gladly have filled his stomach with the pots that the swine ate. I mean, he's willing to eat what the swines eat. So he's very desperate. But one thing that kept my attention is like, no one gave him anything. At least he wasn't, he wasn't able to steal, right? So nobody gave him anything. So he don't have anything to, to eat, right? Um, which is amazing. He did everything. He was uh, wasting money and, 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 and being with hard lots as we're going to find after. And, and But still he keeps some of the things that he learned being in his father's house, some principles. Okay, verse 17. But when he came to himself, he said, how many of my father's higher servants have bread, bread enough and to spare, and I perish with hunger? Wow. I'm going to read this part again. When he came to himself, and say it again. When he came to himself, so he was in acting 
as himself. He wasn't acting as he's supposed to be acting, right? Uh, we can see how sin controls people, you know? Uh, we are slaves. I mean, when, when, when we live in sin, we are slaves of, of that sin, of that sin, name it, uh, adultery, pornography, uh, drugs, alcohol, uh, we're not ourselves, right? So when he came to himself, he he was able to to see things that he wasn't able, or he didn't pay attention before, right? Sometimes we have to go and experience trouble in order to to fully understand what we were missing, right? In this case, now, after he wastes all his, his, his money, he now realizes, he now realizes that in his father's house, even the servants have bread and bread enough. Even the servants have bread enough to and to spare. So now he noticed how was being in his father's house. Uh, he he wasn't happy in his father's house. He always thought that he can do better on his own. He he asked for 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 his portion of goods because he thought that he was able to do better with with the father uh father uh, possessions so now he finally understand that he was so good in his father's house that even the servants have a better life that he is experiencing right now uh but he learned that he came to himself paying a, a big price, right? He's, he's in a terrible situation. We know that he's, he's, he's even willing to eat whatever the, the pigs don't eat. So, yeah, he's, he's bad. He's suffering. And, okay, verse 18. That's a... That's uh, that happened when you came to yourself, right? Uh, verse 18. I will arise and go to my father and I will say to him, Father, I have seen it against heaven and before you. Wow. That's, that's true repentance. He understand what he did now that he... He came to himself. He understands uh, how he acts, how he acted. Uh, he recognized his sin against heaven and, 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 and against his father, right? Against heaven, because uh, remember, he had the, the commandments. He knows that he wasn't honoring his father with the things that he did, right? Uh, we have to understand the context. 
at, at the time that this thing, this this parable is is told, right? Uh, when he asked for for his portion of the goods for his heir for his inheritance, uh, he's basically wishing that his father was dead. That way he can enjoy uh, his portion of goods, right? Because uh, the father ain't going to give the, 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 the goods between the, ain't going to divide the goods between the, 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 his sons until he's dead, right? So he's basically wishing that he was wishing that his father was dead. That way he, he can do better with his portion of 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 uh, of the father's possessions so he recognized that he's truly repenting verse 19 and i'm no longer worthy to be called your son make me like one of your higher ser servants wow that's that's being humble he's being really humble and and that will that will play a key, a key part in, in, in the parable. We will see. So he recognized his sin and, and he understand that sin have consequences, right? And, and he's very willing to, to deal with the consequences. And we have verse 20. And he arose and came to his father. But when he was still a great, great way off, his father saw him and had compassion and run and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. Wow. We, we know that, that this story, this, this parable, the father is God because only God is able to show such a great love, right? Uh, when he was still a great way off, his father saw him. Meaning that his father is being worried and waiting for his son to come back. Because his father knows better. Like our God, he knows better. He knows that without his protection, we will struggle. We, we, we will suffer. Right? And he's waiting for us. He's waiting for us with his arms wide open. And it is amazing to see like he's moving compassion and he ran. I mean, do you imagine at that time uh, the father running like a person of, of that position? Because we know that he is wealthy. He has servants and, 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 and it's, it's not a common thing. But our Lord is, is so compassionate and, and, and he loves us so much that he's, he's waiting for us. He's been waiting for us. He's waiting for us to come to ourselves and realize uh, that with, with the Lord, we have everything, everything that we need. Right? We were just rebellious and ignorant before we truly know him. Right? Because that's the thing. This son, the younger son, is finally 
knowing his father. He's just starting to know his father, finally. And, and, and understand that his father, all this time, he was only one, wanting what he was, that was best for him, right? Okay, so verse 21. And the son said to him, Father, now he's confessing with his mouth, right? He have it in his heart. He rehearsed what he was about to say to his father as soon as he, he came to his father. Now he's finally saying, and the son said to him, Father, I have seen against heaven and in your sight, and I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. Well, verse 22. But the father said to his servants, Bring out the best robe and put it on, put it on him, and put a ring on his hand and sandal on his feet. Uh, this verse show us restitution, right? He's asking, he's asking to his father just, just to be a servant. He, he, he's not worthy. He don't deserve to be, to be called his father's son. And he's not, he's not. We know that he failed big time. But his father, right, moving in compassion and showing that great love completely restitute him as a son. Uh, the robe, the ring, the ring is, is, uh, is a symbol of the family, right? Uh, he belongs to the family. Uh, and, 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 and the sandal on his feet, uh, he's recovering that status that he, he had before as a, as a son, right? And, and it is awesome how, how our Heavenly Father wants us to be part of his kingdom, kingdom wants us to be part of the family, want to call us sons and daughters a living God, right? We don't deserve it. We don't, we didn't earn it. But in his love, in his, by his grace, by his grace, uh, he wants us to call us sons and daughters, right? And, and, and it is amazing. Grace we cannot earn grace. It's not a way that we can earn grace, okay? So you cannot earn grace. Grace is the definition of grace, of, of one of the definitions of grace. It's unmerited favor, undeserved favor. And, and that's what happened to us when we accept Jesus as our Lord, as our Savior. We receive grace. We, we are saved by grace. We cannot earn it. We don't deserve it. As, as this uh, younger son, he don't deserve it. <laughs> he is far from deserve uh, his father's compassion. He's far from deserve being part of the family again. He inflict a lot of pain to his father, right? His father 
his father his father had to divide his fortune right he had to sell his livelihood he had to sell send sell sorry <laughs> he had to sell his livelihood uh, uh dividing his fortune that was embarrassing everybody in in town will know what happened in the family and 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 and, and not to mention the pain of knowing that your son believes that it's better for him that you be there, right? So he don't deserve it, as we don't deserve uh, being being called uh, sons and daughters of the Almighty, of the Living God. But but we are, we are, all thanks to the grace. Verse 23, and bring the fatted calf here and kill it, and let us eat and be merry. Wow. Talking about grace, talking about uh, unmerited favor, undeserved favor. He not just called him son, and he's back again being part of the family. Now we're talking about celebration, right? Uh, and not just any kind of celebration. This is a huge celebration. When when the father asked for the for the calf to be slain and 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 and, and to um, to make that party that they're about to, right? Uh, and be merry. He is. Truly celebrating. Uh, th that's a major, major, major uh, celebration. Uh, he gonna invite everybody because he is truly ha happy about it, right? Uh, to understand that, we have to go back to the verse seven of the same chapter, right? When Jesus explained to these people, to the tax collectors, the, the sinners, and to the Pharisees and the scribes, right? I say to you that likewise, talking about the, par the parable of the lost sheep, likewise, there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 just persons who need no repentance. We're talking about repentance again. And this is true repentance. This is uh, not just from the mouth. He, he's, this younger son, he's not performing, right? He's truly experienced repentance. We know that we, because we can read the verses that precede that, that conversation with the father. And we know that he truly have those thoughts in 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 his heart that he's he finally came to himself right uh so now they're gonna celebrate right they're gonna celebrate because because the son is is back to the family and this is very important verse 24 for my son was dead and is alive again. 
he was lost and is found. They began to be merry. For some of us, we, we easily can understand that part that say that he was lost and is found. Yeah, we assume that he was lost and whatever country he was, he was lost uh, in that country. But uh, how, the, how the father say that my son was dead and is alive again? Wow. Well, that just, we can understand that when we understand that without the presence of the Lord, without the presence of our Father, we are dead. We can, we might be able to walk, to walk, to breathe, but we are dead without Him, right? We are living dead without our Father. So not, that's one of the reasons that we know that he's, this parable is about God and it's about the relationship with, with us, right? With, with, those, with these two brothers. These two brothers will represent uh, many of us, okay? And then we're going we're gonna to finally, finally hear about the, the other son. The older one, right? Which uh, this one, uh, some of us gonna identify with. Hopefully, not that many of us. Okay, verse twenty-five. Now his older son was in the field, and as he came and drew near to the house, he heard music and dancing. So he called one of the servants. And ask it what these things mean. And he said to him, your brother has come. And because he was received him safe and sound, your father has killed the father cow. Wow. If we didn't read the parable before, we, uh, as a good Christians, that we are. We assume that his brother have to be happy, right? His, 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 the, the, the older brother have to be happy. His younger brother just came back and he's safe. He's, he's healthy and he's good. And his father took him back, right? It, it, it is enough reason to celebrate, right? But uh, the answer to that, or, 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 or what happened, we're really gonna find it, we're gonna find it in verse 28. Let's read it, verse 28. But he was angry and will not go in, go in. Therefore, his father came out and pleaded to him. Wow, that might take us, or some of us, by surprise. Why this? Brother is not happy. I mean, come on, his younger brother is back. Uh, but he's not. He's 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 far from be happy. He's actually he's angry. No, no, not only he's angry, right? 
look what it say in the second part of this verse. He, therefore, his father came out and played plead with him. Wow. The older son, he refused to go in. He don't, he don't want to be part of that party. He don't want to celebrate. He's so angry. He don't want to celebrate. And uh, in doing so, he, he's staying out. He's staying out of this celebration. Right? But his father, that we know that is always moving compassion because he's our heavenly father. He loved his, his sons so much, both of them. That his father came, his father came out and pleaded with him. His father came out and and, and was asking him, uh, "Son, please, let's let's go in. I mean, let's celebrate. It's time to celebrate, right?" But uh, as I mentioned before, he's angry. He's very angry. Verse 29. So he answered and said to his father, Lo, these many years I have been serving you. I never transgressed your commandments at any time. And yet you never gave me a young God, God, that I might make merry with my friends. Wow. So he is he he shows jealousy he's 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 angry he's mad he showed no respect for his father right and now and now he's he's claiming that he's been in his own words he's been serving you he's been serving his father that's that's what he said He's been serving his father. So meaning that that was like some way an employee of his father. Right. And he claimed righteousness. Right. He want to compare himself with his 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 younger brother. And uh, he claimed that he never transgressed the father's commandments at any time. And he is complaining that he never received anything from, from the father. Not even a young God. That's what he said. And sadly, this older brother represents many of us as a Christians. Very sadly. Uh, many of us, we've been serving the Lord as an employee. As an employee, uh, we've been serving the Lord as as uh, as a slaves, maybe, and we never fully understand that we are part of the family, that we are called sons and daughters of the living God. And now he's boasting; he claimed that he never transgressed. The commandments. Uh, I don't know to you, but that sounds like the Pharisees and the scribes, right? Now we fully understand 
we, we, well, maybe not fully understand, but we understand at some degree uh, why Jesus say share this parable with these two different groups, right? He was addressing in this parable those groups. As I said before, we have the Pharisees and the scribes that some way they represent the older brother. And, and we have uh, the tax collectors and the sinners, right? That represents the younger brother. Uh, we have to remember and understand the Pharisees and, and the scribes, they were so good, so good in, in their own eyes, in their own eyes, keeping God's commandments at any time. Right, keeping God's commandments and any time and serving God, right? But as the older brother, they're far from knowing God's heart. They 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 don't they don't have a a clue. Uh, how is it God's heart? Uh, how God's grace works, right? So. Give me a second. Okay. So they don't they don't understand how grace works. They don't understand how uh, it is nothing that they can do uh, to earn grace. Right, and sadly, many Christians act acts that way to the day. Uh, they perform, uh, expecting to earn God's favor, to earn God's grace. And as we mentioned, you cannot earn God's grace. Uh, you you work for the Lord because you're grateful. Because you already received salvation, because he take care of you, because you have faith on every single one of his promises, right? But these Pharisees, uh, they just they just uh, perform, they just serve the Lord, expecting favor from the Lord. And as many Christians, when they don't receive what they expect they're gonna depart from the lord they're gonna they're gonna uh experience separation from the lord they they really you can be uh, a christian for so many years and being called an older brother uh meaning that you serve the lord for many years but you never know god's heart right that's one thing that David David knew very well. Uh, if you're so kind, we can go to uh, the book of Acts, verse 13, chapter 13, verse 22. And then we can read in the middle of the verse. I have found David, the son of Jesse, a man after my own heart who will do all my will 
So, so now we know that God's, God, God uh, considered uh, David a man after his own heart. But how is that? How, how, how that happened? Because we know, we remember that, that, that David commit a series of sins. He commit adultery. Uh, he killed Urias. He didn't correct his, his son. He did a, uh, uh, he committed many sins. So how, how we understand that uh, David was uh, after God's heart to that way we can go after God's heart. Well, it's easy some way. We know that, that, that David commit sin but he repent with all his heart as as this uh younger brother david repent we can we can uh, read it in psalm 51 i hope uh after uh this teaching is ending every one of us gonna read psalm 51 and in and, and reading this psalm we we will understand um, how David powered his his heart to the Lord, recognizing his sin, and and not just that, David he wrote seventy something, seventy three psalms for the Lord. He uh, he wanted to build a temple for the Lord, meaning that he wanna be so close to the Lord. He he moved uh, the tabernacle to Jerusalem. And in order to be as close to God as possible, so he was pursuing the Lord, right? So that's the definition of, of a man after God's own heart. And uh, it is sad. It is sad that, that many Christians, they, they want God's uh, blessings but they don't love the blesser. They don't love the Lord, our blesser, right? Uh, this this older brother, he can care less about about his father's heart, right? He showed it. I mean, is is a day of celebration? Is one of the happiest, if not the happiest day of this father. Right, he's celebrating in big time, right? And he's ruining all, all, all the, the happiness of, of his father. He refused to go in and celebrate, meaning that he he don't want to be part of the family some way. He's rejecting being part of the family. He considers himself so self-righteous that he don't want to be part of that, right? He don't want to be around his 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 brother. Look how he how he called his brother. Um, actually, he doesn't. He doesn't. Verse thirty. But as soon as this son of yours, not my brother, no, 
no my brother this son of yours uh, he he don't even want to call him his brother right uh, and, and 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 he just point all his brother's uh, sins but what about his own sins right uh, so yes his jealousy is, is is terrible and even to his father he don't show any respect any respect he doesn't call him father right he 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 doesn't address him as as his father so he's very angry and uh <laughs> this is i hope this verse amazes you as amazed me uh, verse 31 and he say to him the father our father say to him son you are always with me and all that i have is yours we can expect that father uh rebuking his his, his son or or, or or correcting his son in, in a severe way for being so disrespectful but the father show love and love only for for both uh sons the younger one and the older one notice how in verse 28 the, the father came out and pleaded with him this is love this is god's love that we can see here but uh a salvation a salvation salvation is offered to any man, right? Like we have the two brothers and, and, and the father show love for both of them. Uh, I want you to go please to the book of Titus chapter two, verse 11. For the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men. Let me say it again. For the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men. The grace of God is for every one of us. We have to accept it. Uh, the Father show grace to both brothers, the younger one that was wild, rebellious, and wasted uh, his possessions, he offered grace on the servant favor. But he also offered grace to his older brother, older son, that is insulting him, that he's being disrespectful he offered grace to him as well as our father in heaven offered grace 
to all men through Jesus Christ. Our Father in Heaven doesn't make any distinction. He is waiting for every single one of us. Arms wide open. We just need to accept grace. Uh, the older son, he didn't understand. He didn't understand grace at all. He didn't know the father's heart. He didn't know that his father was all about love. All those years serving the father, he was so concerned performing that he didn't care about knowing the father. Sadly, that's the case with, with, with too many Christians today. He, they are so concerned being self-righteous, uh, performing, that they forget about the Father's heart, about God's heart. And they so easily judge people right as 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 this older son he's judging his brother not knowing that his father already forgive him already take him back uh but it is a good news that As this father is calling the older son, right? First 32. It was right that we should, we should make merry and be glad. For your brother was dead and is alive again and was lost and is found. So, we have to be happy because many of us, we were lost, but now we found. And on top of that, it's celebration time. Once that you come, once that you come to yourself and repent and go to our Father. We go to God and repent and accept his undeserved favor, accept his grace, accept the salvation that he offers with Jesus. Then we part of the family. It is a great news. But we have good news for, for those uh, for those older brothers that they've been performing, uh, not seeking the Lord, right? Not being men after God's heart. We have good news for them. Uh, the question is still open. What question? Well, 
we can read it here. When the father is inviting the older son to come in, when he's pleading with him, this question still to be answered. We have to answer that question. If you are part of that group, if you are an older brother, it is a time to answer that question. It is a time to go in, knows the, know the father's heart, and celebrate. Celebrate with him. Uh, many of those uh, of those uh, older sons, they're in the same position as this one. Verse 31. Son, you are always with me and all that I have is yours. I don't, I don't believe in prosperity gospel, but uh, I believe in, in God's grace and, and, and I believe in his promises. And, and we know that we will experience uh, mountains and valleys, but uh, he always will be there. Uh, we can claim uh, God's favor, grace, on the servant, grace. We can count with it. Uh, we have that promise. Everything that he have is ours. He will provide. He will take care of us. We have to believe in Romans 8.28. That everything that happened in our life, in the life that of those that love the Lord, uh, is for our own good. If we believe that, we are one step closer to know God, to have faith on the Lord, real faith on the Lord. So, I want to close with this uh, with this verse. Okay, it's from First uh, Peter chapter four, verse eight. The older son he didn't understand that that the father was all about love. He didn't understand that the father offered grace. Uh, so this verse of the Bible might help us to understand how important is love. First Peter chapter 4, verse 8. And about all things, have fervent love for one another. For love will cover a multitude of sins. Wow. And we know that uh, nobody without sin. Uh, we are being called to be saints, but we're far from being saints. Uh, we have to experience repentance in a daily basis. We have to repent of our sins. 
and 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 it is a great thing known know that love will cover a multitude of sins. So we have to show love. Uh, this this uh, son, the older one, he wasn't showing any love to his brother. Uh, so next time that we're prone to judge and, 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 and to justify ourselves, we have to remember that verse of the Bible, that we have to show love. Our God is all about grace. It's all about mercy. It's all about love. So let's be one of those that pursue God's heart, that, that seek for his presence. But uh, as David, want to be a man after God's heart.